Jordan, appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining the show. Thanks for having me. Was Friday a good day or a bad day for sports Twitter? It was a monumental day <laughs> for sports Twitter. It was it was good in the sense that, you know, at least there was some hope for Toronto sports fans, Canadian sports fans, anyone who follows the Jays. Uh, but bad ultimately because we had our hopes risen up and just crashed uh, within 24 hours. <laughs> How angry should we all be at John Morosi? You know what? I get mistakes happen, and I feel like, honestly, like, I feel like it was leaked to him by someone in Otani's camp, part of their agency. Yeah. Um, and so it, I get the anger towards him. And, of course, like, obviously I'm a little angry considering how many times it was said that Otani was, like, was hinted that he was going to be coming here. There was Canadian flag tweeted out on Friday. Like, it was imminent. Uh, and then on Saturday, or Friday is that he's en route to Toronto. Um, so and there's a level of... Uh, responsibility being an MLB reporter, especially someone who works with MLB Network so tightly within baseball. But, yeah, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. I'm angry still, but I, I, I can get where maybe if he was led astray. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am so curious about who gave him that information, and, what, and was that just another ploy to get the Dodgers to give uh, even more money to Shohei Otani? Um, by the way, coming up today at 6.30 on Overdrive, I feel you're partially responsible for this. Not that you were reporting it, but, I mean, you're a big part of the social media story when it comes to all things Blue Jays. Is Robert Herjavec, and I'm probably going to mispronounce his name, but Jordan, I mispronounce your name. Hell, I've mispronounced my own last name on air. But the the guy who was on that private jet that we wondered if it was Shohei Otani, he's going to be joining Overdrive at 6.30. Uh, I, I imagine you're probably curious like, did they not have Wi-Fi? Why did did they not know that everyone was paying attention to their jet? No, exactly. And like a big thing with it is also the fact that like I don't know if you've seen, but apparently they're he's under the same agency as Shohei Otani. So it's like was this plotted out? Like why did it take so long to find out that like it wasn't Shohei? I like again like with Morosi saying that like he's on route to Toronto. I feel like it took a pretty big deal of time for other reporters to jump in. And be like, no, he's not. He's in SoCal in his house. But it just took so long, I feel like, for that news to come out. Uh, so, yeah, I'm interested to know what I, – I don't I, – Robert, I don't know how to say his last name, honestly, either. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, because neither do I. Um, speaking of, But a name we can say is Cody Bellinger. So, Jordan, how much stock should we put into Cody Bellinger's girlfriend's Instagram story that involves the CN Tower? Well, apparently it was debunked that that was an old photo. I don't know. I mean, sometimes ah. I post old photos, too, on Instagram stories. But you, I just think of the timely of this. If it's like, if she was just trolling people, honestly, it's kind of hilarious. And the fact that she put a sushi restaurant on sort of the slide after the CN Tower was kind of funny. Um, but you know what? I, I don't know. I feel like he could be a Blue Jay. I wouldn't be a poacher either, so... Oh, no, no. At this point, and considering just how poorly the season ended. Actually, let's go there. Like, I've been talking about how the Blue Jays need a PR win. As someone who works in, you know, in close, so closely in social media, public relations is, is a big part of your world. Considering the end of the season, the Jose Barrios taking him out, uh, uh, ever, no one taking responsibility for it, now looking like Matt Chapman's gone and don't get uh, Shohei Otani, uh, the team's never won a playoff game with Vlad and Bo Bichette. 
How badly does this Blue Jays or and also the stories of ticket prices are going to go up? How badly does this organization need a PR win? Very badly, and like you said, even like how last year like ended, people even wanted like front office changes and stuff like that happening. They wanted to see change, and the fact that the front office and Ralph Atkins were all in to go for Shohei Otani, and they were rumored to be like rumored to grab Juan Soto. I feel like just even knowing that they were kind of in on that and were willing to do that for the team, I feel like that definitely takes the weight off of last year. Obviously, we didn't get them. Um, and I think that's a big thing that I've been even seeing on Twitter as well is that, like, people wouldn't be happy with Bellinger. They're not, like, happy with, like, the options out there. But, like, no one's going to be Shohei Otani. So it's like, yes, we were so close, but now we just kind of got to continue forward. And I think, like, I think there's some good options out there to grab with free agency. Um yeah, definitely, definitely need to do some big stuff to kind of win back the fans a little, I think. <laughs> yeah, and then just from an offensive point of view, they need another bat to help protect Vlad. And I wonder, Jordan, mm-hmm. what was Friday like from you personally? Like I saw, and I bring this up because I retweeted that Robert Herjavec uh, from uh, Dragon's Den in Shark Tank, he's going to be on Overdrive at 6.30, immediately someone tweeted at me, can't believe you're having this piece of bleep on the show. And I'm like, well, it's not my show. Blame that producer. Yeah, it's his fault. Actually, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to hear that interview. But what was what was life like for you, especially defending the good name of Toronto in Canada? So it was actually funny because I was working TSM socials that day, and I usually never do like work during the day. I usually work at night, do the night stuff. Um, so I was working social media that day, and I said, okay, maybe maybe it's going to happen with Otani today because odds are I never work these shifts. Uh, so I was ready. I had everything prepped that it was going to be a go. Um, and so basically my entire workday was me, like, I never get, like, really nervous and shaky when I'm working ever. Usually, like, I'm doing it for a while, so I know what I'm doing. But I generally, I just didn't know what was going on. And I was I, I didn't know whose news to go with. So luckily, I did not post anything on TSN socials about the whole Morosi thing. I kind of stayed back from that and wanted official news. Thank God I did that. Um, but <laughs> the, the entire day, I was just nervous, shaky. I, I just didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> and it seemed like there was a lot of vitriol coming back at you about when you were defending, you know, Canada or Toronto and people oh, saying, why would, he want, why would he want to come to Toronto? Like, it's, it seemed part of your day on Friday was you were mm-hmm. acting as, uh, as head of travel and tourism for Southern <laughs> Ontario. Yeah, no, honestly, I took on that role as well as doing the social at the same time. I was also doing the travel uh, stuff for Toronto. But, no, it's just it's people that I find. I've had this conversation in the past, too, where, like, people who have either never visited Toronto or even been in Canada, I don't know what views they have of Toronto. Like, if they think it's, like, just a small little town. Like, I don't, I don't really get it when it's also, like, one of the biggest populated cities in North America. I think it's, like, number four or five or something like that. So just the fact, and there's just so much always going on. You hear like NBA players love coming to Toronto during the season and in their off season. Uh, I I think of like DeMar DeRozan when he was leaving Toronto, he was like distraught about it. So like the fact that people are saying, well, why would he want to go to Toronto? Well, why wouldn't he? If he's considering other cities like New York and stuff like that, why not Toronto? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I trust me. I agree. Uh, last question for you, and this isn't about Shohei Otani. I, I was actually thinking about this when you said you were getting sort of the shakes or whatever it was when you were covering it uh, for social for TSN on Friday. I'm going to, uh, true or false, I at the age of 48 am much older than you, Jordan. True or false? True. 
Perfect. Good. Good. I'm glad that's the answer. Otherwise, this question would have been stupid. What do I not know about how hard it is for young athletes who are on social media? Because, you know, when things are going bad for, like, the Maple Leafs, you hear, you know, Mitch Marner or other players going, yeah, I've, I've deactivated all my social media. I'm someone who grew up in my 20s. There was no social media. It was never part of my life. It really wasn't part of my life until my early 30s. But so I never grew up with it, and I'm not a 26-year-old, 25-year-old star in a major market. How how hard can that be for uh, for a young athlete dealing with social media? Oh, incredibly hard. I cannot even imagine the stuff like the flash that they get, even like just on Twitter with mentions or like mentions on Instagram where they have to like close their like comment section off or like anything like that. I think of personally like with like. Alec Manoa, like, I know the comments that were said about him, especially from other, like, teams across the league, like, the comments that fans would make about, like, how he looks and stuff like that, or, like, Kirk or Vlad even gets the slack. I see that quite a bit, unfortunately. Um, so, like, I could not even imagine being an athlete and getting all this kind of hate. Like, as, you know, I'm a woman in sport, I don't near get what they get at all. And luckily, I'm very grateful I actually don't get too much slack, at least on my end. Uh, but even when I do get slack, I remember, like, a comment will rattle me for like two days on end. So like, I, I just could not imagine being a professional athlete having to also live in the life of social media. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, you know what? I want to save that for another day. Like, you know, when those mm-hmm. like slow Wednesdays, that's what I, I'd love to get you back on and just go more on a deeper dive on this uh, just on the impact. Cause I think people my age and older don't realize the, real-world impact that social media can have on athletes and on people. But we'll save that for another day. And, yes, just like you, very sad. There's no Shea Otani. We'll always have 5, 12 p.m. Eastern on Friday. We'll always have those moments. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Hey, Jordan, appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining the show today. Thanks for having me. Take care. That is Jordan Chikelli. You can check out her work, TSN Sports, Bar Down, and follow her on Twitter as well.